Hey pals, thanks for tuning in. This is episode 7 of Super Nerd Pals, your weekly conversational podcast about video games, comics, and everything else. You can find us on Twitter, at Super Nerd Pals. And we are your pals. My name is Stan, and you can find me on Twitter, at Stan Doom! Doom! Like Doctor Doom. And joining me, as always, the Pokemon Master himself, drumroll, Andy. <laughs> Yo. You can find him on Twitter, at Joe underscore Tuna. So what's up? Nothing much. How was your week? It's been pretty productive. Contemplating on getting a new 3DS. A new, new 3DS. A new, new 3DS. A new, 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 new 3DS. There's too many... There's not enough news. You can never have enough new in the title of your... New, 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 new Wii U. The new Super Nerd Pals. The new, new Super... XL. Yeah, man. I've been wanting it since... The reveal. Why didn't you... My question for you is why didn't you pre-order the Majora's Mask one then? Oh, uh, because it? that shit got sold out in like 20 seconds. And then I believe we talked about on the show how GameStop fucked me out of the pre-order for the um, the Monster Hunter. They literally Limited. fucked you. They literally fucked me. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Fuck GameStop. Oh my god. How's your week, man? My week's alright. Um, played some... GameCube over the weekend with my oh, girlfriend. Man. We I saw you were we sending me pictures. Unearthed her collection of GameCube games, so we played. We uh, were you playing Mary Kate and Ashley? Yeah, Mary Kate and Ashley Sweet Sixteen License to Drive. Popped open a bottle of wine. Nice relaxing Saturday night. Played some Mary Kate and Ashley Sweet Sixteen <laughs> License to Drive. How was that? Uh, it's a series of mini games where you are. License to Drive. And there's a surfing mini-game. And there's a mini-game where you play tag. Do you need a license to play tag or surf? I guess you need a license to do those things. Okay. I have no idea. There's this one mini-game where you're on a freeway that's fucking filled with cars. And the whole point is you're on the right lane, you have to get all the way to the left lane. But I didn't know that to begin with. So I thought the, the whole objective of the game was to get in first place. So I'm like playing it right, like a racing game, trying to switch lanes, and like and there's like a ton of traffic, and every time you touch somebody in traffic, you get sent to the beginning, all the way on the oh right side. Oh my god! So you get, so it took a couple of games to figure out that we had to get to the left side. Oh, and the music to that game is great. It'll play one track, and then the track will end, and then it'll start playing the same track again. Oh my god! So it's like, is it like a loopable track that they could have just? It's like it's like an actual licensed song. But instead of switching, I don't know. But instead of switching to a new song, it just replays the song again. That's fucking annoying. We also played Godzilla Melee, like destroy all monsters Melee. I love that game. She kicked my ass. She she's good at it. (laughs) She's amazing at it. It's weird. She tells me that she never played it before, but I don't. I don't. I don't really believe her because we start up and I'm like Godzilla. I'm like '90s Godzilla. And she's, um, I forgot the name, but it's, like, a monster that has, like, spikes on its back. And she's whipped my ass all night. And I'm like, I don't even want to play this anymore. <laughs> what other games did she have? She's got Smash Brothers Melee. Did she, she whip has... your ass in that? We played on teams. Oh, so she couldn't whip your ass? No, yeah. It's from, <laughs> mostly for my, my safety. <laughs> we also played uh, Mario Party, which is fucking rigged. That game is 
fucking rigged. Bro, all Mario parties were rigged. We put, it was like teams. It was Mario Party 5. There was like teams. So we were on a team and we put two computer characters on the other team. And every single thing that could go right for those guys happened. And everything, every single thing that could go wrong for us happened. So like they would place these little uh, special stage uh special spaces on the stage where you would land on it and get a benefit and of course they would roll the exact <laughs> amount of that uh, spaces they needed to go and then you always land on the bowser head yeah the bowser or the, or this is for some reason mario party 5 has this thing where they took dk as one donkey kong out as one of the characters you could play as and they made him a space so but bowser has the bad space and then donkey kong has the good version of that space so if you land on donkey kong you get like a bonus like See, I haven't played Mario Party since, I'm going to say, N64. So, I've never heard of that fucking DK space. Yeah, me neither. Apparently, it's in 5. I don't know if it's in any of the other ones. But, um, so, we were playing on one of the stages, and one of the other team, uh, it, was Kid, it was Koopa Kid and Boo was on the other team. And, and I was Wario, and she was Yoshi, right? <laughs> so, I think Boo lands on the Bowser space. On one game, and Bowser comes out and he's like, oh, 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 and he's like, yeah, fuck this guy. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get ahead right now because they fucking land on Bowser. You know what happens? DK comes out of nowhere. He's like, let me help you guys, and punches Bowser. What the fuck? Yeah, and then so we're like, fuck this. We play a new game. One of us, there's still the DK space on that on that stage also, right? One of us lands on the Bowser stages. Bowser comes out and is like, whoa. I'm like, all right, it's the first, it's probably the first time. When you land on it the first time in the game, DK probably saves your ass, right? Landing on it, DK was nowhere to be found. <laughs> DK didn't come out and save us. He was hiding in a closet somewhere, just... I don't know. That game is fucking rigged. And I, I have half a mind to write Nintendo an angry letter about this game that they released like 15 years ago. Why don't you have a full mind to do it? And Because I feel like they don't care. They won't read it. They'll just put it directly in the trash. They're just going to be like, what? Fucking Mario Party 5? Bro, we're on 10. It's like, dude, <laughs> you're five <laughs> games behind. We are not worrying about that. 10 just released, uh, when was it? Friday? It really came out. Yeah. Oh, for the Wii U. Yeah, it came out with the uh, the order. Mm. Haven't haven't played um mm. Mario Party yet. The order. Fuck the order. You played order yet? No. All right, we're we're gonna talk about that later. We'll get to that. I think so. My my closing point about Mario Party. I don't think it was designed to have you play against any computer characters. See that game. Is I think like, that's the point. No, that game is like Uno. That shit destroys friendships. Not really, because we we're fine. It, but you were on teams. Yeah. Let it be you versus Kirsty. No. This is not no. I think your relationship's over, bro. I think it would be better if everyone was a human-controlled character, because at least everyone would be subject to the same human folly. We're because we're all humans. We're not like c- fucking computer masterminds that know all the. All the fucking intricacies of the game and knows all the fucking numbers that they're gonna roll ahead of time. These computers like mathematically figure out what they're gonna roll. It's like it's like the video game version of the danger room. It's like it's designed to just like kill you. Oh man. Anyway, Mario Party. You wanna talk about the news? News. Uh so we have some amiibo news. Amiibos will unlock shitty demos. Yes. (laughs) Then puts it. Um Found this article on IGN, and it states that uh, the president of Nintendo revealed that NES and SNES games, NES, SNES, uh, games will be unlocked, virtual console tri- time trials, 
if you put your corresponding amiibo on the Wii U. So you don't unlock the full games. You so just the whole idea the of this is pretty much let you play a bit of a, a bit of the game, and then when you figure out that you want to buy it or not, you fucking buy it or not. Yeah, but you know what? It's I don't care about it at all. Oh, I'll probably play some of it for the fuck of it. Did you play any of the demos in Brawl, Smash Bros. Brawl? Uh, yeah. I played all of the demos in Brawl. Oh, really? Yeah. I never even bothered with them. Why not? Because I'm just like, who cares? If I, re- if I really, really, really want to play those games... I mean, alright, so first off, I'm just going to have to throw in there. I should better have NCAA Basketball, because I have that shit on my SNES. Are you going to NCAA <laughs> Basketball Amiibo? Do you have that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be corresponding to what the Amiibo is, so you're going to put Kirby on there. You're oh, okay. Dream I Night thought game. it was just going to be like random. It's it's a random level of the <clears throat> specific game, but I think it has to correspond with whoever you plunk down on the Wii U. That's going to be weird for like all the Mario characters. Not necessarily. You'd put, like for example, maybe Mario Bros. 1. I mean, Mario or Yoshi is probably going to unlock Super Mario World. Not even. I would say Yoshi would probably be like maybe Yoshi Yo. Cook- Yoshi's Cookie. <laughs> Yoshi's Cookie? <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing this up now. On YouTube, we should play Super Mario World. No, we shouldn't. Yes, we should. Why should we do that? Because that game is fucking amazing. It's amazing, but you don't always want to play the amazing games on YouTube. Oh, I always want to play that game. You want to play like uh, Mary Kay and Ashley, (laughs) License to Drive, on YouTube. I would never play that game. That would be the YouTube game to like play. YouTube, YouTube game of the year. Now, see, I would like it if it unlocked the full game. That would be awesome. That would be super extra incentive to go and buy them all. Or I would even like maybe a, a dual pack Amiibo where it's like the Amiibo and it costs a little bit extra, but it comes with the game packed in with it, the full game. That would be really nice. So it would be like you're paying for the Amiibo and you're paying like a discounted like amount for the... The virtual console game? Yeah, instead of paying the full price on the store. I think it would give a lot of more value to the Amiibos if they came with the uh, the virtual console game. Let's be real, the Amiibos have a lot of value, but to the scalpers. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nintendo is, like, making 12 bucks off of them, but scalpers are making, like, 60 plus. These fucking scalpers. I've I seen, like, the, the ones that sold out going for easily, like, 150 in the packs. Mega Man, um, the, the day that Nintendo World had him, it was, like, maybe a week early. He was going online for ninety dollars, and then nuts. I check now, and he's only twenty five. Which I was like, yo, that's fucking insane. Which Mega Man game would you want packed in with Mega Man? Amiibo? Oh man, Mega Man Two. Yeah, me too. I would say Two. Yo, Two is my favorite. Even though I beat Two, like still, <laughs> I love Two. I feel like Two is the only Mega Man game I've ever actually completed. Mega Man One, like I can't get past the Yellow Devil. Without cheating. I can't do shit in any of the Mega Man games, but two I managed to actually beat. Well, the Yellow Devil, there's a there's a glitch where you use the Elect Man power, and then you shoot it, and you keep pausing. But when you pause, like, it doesn't stop the damage that the Yellow Devil takes. Nice. So each time it goes through him, it counts as hitting him. That should be the glitch for every enemy in the game. <laughs> and boss. Alright, so the second piece of news we have is that Arc System works... Is developing a Dragon Ball Z Butoden game for the 3DS. Um, grab grab this news from Destructoid, and essentially the new issue of v, V-Jump Magazine 
revealed it. It's going to be called Extreme Butadin. And it's going to have over 100 playable characters and team battles. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Now, you know who Arc System Works is, right? Yeah. They make... Blaze Blue... Guilty Calam- Gear... Uh, well, I was going to say Blaze Blue Calamity Trigger, but... That's the all the Blaze Blue... Yeah, all, all the Blazy Blueses. <laughs> <laughs> um, and fucking... Bleh. Guilty Gear... I know, I'm trying to think And of Persona, Persona Arena. Arena. And Ultimax. Ultimax. So they, they... I haven't played a single game from them that was bad. Yeah, I've played a lot of uh, Blaze Blue games... I haven't played Guilty Gear. I've played Guilty Gear. That shit is hard as But fuck. I, I definitely have played Persona for Arena. Yeah, I've played Arena. I have Ultimax. I had the original Blaze Blue. I've played Guilty Gear. So every time I've picked up a game from them, it's been great. So yeah, I've never had a bad, a bad game is, from This them. is like a dream, like to have them take over the Dragon Ball Z. At, at least this title. And it's fucking insane, because I never thought that I'd see a handheld game with over 100 playable characters. Like, but that's fucking crazy. I believe the 3DS could pull it off. It probably can. And I so mean, could the Vita. Put that shit on the Vita. Because <laughs> I need more Vita games. And Battle of Z's not cutting it. Battle of Z... Oh, Battle of Z's on Vita? Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, everyone forgot about that game. That game is, like, dead to me. Yeah. I'm, I am looking forward to Xenoverse, though. Oh man, I can't That's wait until Tuesday. Cool. It comes out? It's out? Oh my god, yeah. it's Tuesday. Oh my god. It comes out when Damn. our podcast released. <sighs> so when this goes live, so will Xenoverse. Dragon Ball Z yeah. Xenoverse. Is it Dragon Ball Z or is it Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball Xenoverse. I like how they did that. It sounds like Z. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited for this game though. Um... I wish there was a Vita version. That's all I have to say. That would have been fucking awesome. But it's like, it's practically an MMO. And if Xenoburst doesn't do well, I just want Arc System Works to take over all the Dragon oh, yeah. Ball Z games. Like, I could see it. Even if it was 2D. It doesn't even have to be like I a 3D I have complete player. 100% faith in this. You see how like beautiful the graphics look with yeah. and all their sprite work? Like, yeah. how great all the sprites like, are. Like, I've seen gameplay of uh, Guilty Gear, the new Guilty Gear, and that shit looks amazing. I really want to play the new Guilty Gear, because it just, it looks so good. Yeah. So I have every every bit of faith in this game, so don't fuck it up, people who aren't listening to us. And, and Arc System Works, take over the Naruto franchise, because that shit ain't going anywhere. It's over. Naruto's the fighting done. games. Naruto's done. They don't the need The fighting games are so much fun, and there's, they have potential, so much potential, but Namco Bandai is just fucking it up. Well, not even Namco Bandai. Um, Cyber Cyber Connect Two. They're the ones who develop. Yeah, mm-hmm. they fucking suck at it. They progressively <laughs> get worse. That's not good. You got to get progressively better. Well, they're not. Oh. All right, my thir- my last piece of news for this week is that Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. The comic book that I've had a few troubles with is ending in May with issue 20. All the troubles. Not all the troubles. It's beautifully done. The artwork, nine times out of ten, is really great. And the individual stories are great. But they keep going... I'm going to call it the Jack Cycle, where he's (laughs) like, I'm going to go back in time, I'm going to defeat a coup, everything's going to be fine. And then he fights a coup, tries to go back in time, doesn't kill the coup, doesn't go back in time. And then you restart it again. Every arc is the same. 
and I had every intention. In fact, I didn't even pick up last month's issue of Samurai Jack because I knew that I wasn't going to keep reading it. And I told you, and I believe I mentioned it on the podcast itself, that I'm canceling and I'm not following it anymore. But apparently they're doing it for me. <laughs> and I feel like every week we have more cancellations to announce. <laughs> like, we really it's been, like three weeks of just like this. This is getting canceled. This is getting canceled. This is getting canceled. Last week was uh, uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Hopefully this won't be the case for Spider Gwen. No hell no! I'm buying the shit out of that. I'm giving. I'll buy more than one issue each. <laughs> Take my to, money. Just keep that shit going. And it's also everything that I'm following. Red Lantern. It is Red Lantern. Spider Man 2099, and now Samurai Jack. <laughs> so I I picked up. Sam- well, I mean, at least now you don't have to judge things to take off your pull list. Because they're doing it for me. Yeah, it, they're it, just like. It's just weird how that. Hey, happening. Stan, drop this title. It's just really weird how they're doing that, and so now that it's ending and I've been collecting it since issue one, I'm just gonna go through and collect the remainder. Because I'm 16 issues in. Why would I drop it four issues from the end? Yeah. So I'm just going to keep going with it. And I'll probably... I'll, like, review it or something. That's like with 2099. I had spoke about dropping it, and then you had brought up that they were canceling it. So I might as well just continue. Well, I never had any intention of dropping 2099 because I really enjoyed it. But now, you know... I really enjoy it, yeah. But I don't know. Like, it just wasn't doing it for me. So... It was like one of those things that I, I can pick up the trade later. But now, I mean, I might as well. I'm like fucking eight issues in. Yeah, there's only. Gonna, I feel like there's only going to be like 10 or 11 issues. Yeah. So at least Samurai Jack got like a solid like 20. 20 is like a solid number. 20 is a solid number. P.S. Have you seen the cover of uh, Samurai Jack 20? No. It is like the coolest looking cover. And I think if. Because you know how you can't judge a comic book by its cover? Yeah. How usually they'll show something like crazy on the cover, but it won't happen in the book? I'm hoping this is not the case. Because if you see the the cover, it's just like... Oh, I can't even show you. Alright, so here's what it is. It's Samurai Jack, right, sitting on a throne shaped like a coup with his samurai sword stuck in the dirt, a full beard, and a golden crown on his head. What the how fucking badass! Where did he is get that? the crown? That's what I'm saying. Is like maybe he finally fucking takes out a coup. Maybe does he turn a coup into a chair? I, maybe he does. <laughs> maybe he like mounts his ass as a chair. Oh man, that sounds fucking epic. It's, I might pick up the last issue. I really hope that that's that's how it goes. I I hope that he finally takes out a coup and and just assumes like some kind of throne and just becomes king or something. I don't know what they're doing, but king of the. Whatever the fuck he is in the timeline. I am very excited for this, and I hope they don't disappoint me. But that's all I have to say. I once I read the last issue, I'll do like a retrospective of like the whole the whole twenty issue series and like give like a review for it or something. Well, what you haven't read anything from the new arc, right? No, I I read the first issue. Of what is what is it about? He's he has to like. There's some cult, and the leader of the cult has an amulet or something that allows people to go back in time, or so he claims, and so Jack is trying to infiltrate this castle, and he, like, recruits some thief to help him do it. Sounds pretty solid. Yeah. I don't really like the art, though. It looks it looks like... Um, all Most of the Jack books look like this really, like, high arty style, where it's, like, lots of, like, brush strokes, and it looks really cool. This one looks like one of those, like... 
Um, you ever go to the grocery store and you see like those Disney Adventure <laughs> comics like yeah. on the rack? You know what I'm talking about? It looks like that. Like Sony tried to like copy poorly the art style of the com- the TV series. That's horrible. So it looks bad, but like I hope he's not. That would suck if he like drew the remainder of the series like, or whoever sure. whoever does the art. That would suck. If that art stayed the same way throughout the rest of the series, that would just be disappointing. That's a big disappointment because you set a standard for yourself and now you're just going to be like, well, fuck it. But the whole If you go through all the issues of Samurai Jack, for the most part, it's just beautifully done, the art. So yeah. I hope it doesn't like take a, de- a decline going into the end. So that, that would be really upsetting. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so that's it for the news. Do you want to go into some game chat? Game chat. What'd you play last week? Fucking Majora's Mask. Me too. Oh my god, that game. That game is so fucking beautiful. How far did you get so far? I'm not far. I'm not at the first dungeon yet. Uh, Right now I'm just collecting heart pieces. And I'm trying to just do some side quest stuff. But I keep grabbing side quests that I can't do yet. So... My my suggestion to you is to forget about building up hearts at this point and just finish the first dungeon and then take a lot of time to do, do all the Do you get the bomb bag after your first dungeon or during your first dungeon? There is a store, I believe, that sells... West Clocktown sells uh, bombs. I know there's a place that sells bombs, but he won't sell it to me without a bomb bag. So, so what you do is on the first night, I believe it's at midnight... The old lady in North Clocktown who works, who like owns the bomb bag shop, gets uh, oh, robbed. Mugged? Yeah, she gets robbed, and you got to stop the guy. And then if you do that, the next day you go to the store, and then they'll give you like a big bomb bag you can buy. Yeah, I saw a mugger, and he was like, "I'm not doing anything suspicious." And I was like, "You're a fucking creep, bro." Yeah, so you got to stop him because he steals her 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 bag. I heard you can also kill him with fire arrows. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, jeez. Lingo's full on like fucking Green Arrow. Ah, jeez. Fuck you. Um, I finished the first dungeon. I did a bunch of side, like a ton of side quests. I have a lot of heart pieces now. I I got the mask of truth. Fuck yeah, that mask. Um, do you know about the this? Oh, mask? What does the mask of truth do? It's if you look on the cover of the game, that's the mask that Link's holding. It's that white mask with the red on it. Oh, okay. That's the mask of truth. So once you finish the first dungeon, you there's this side dungeon in the same area. Have you you unlocked the dungeon, right? Yeah. So you know where the dungeon is. Yeah. yeah. There's this little hut next, like really near it, that's like covered in spider webs. The front door. Mm-hmm. So you burn down the spider webs, you go in there, and it's like a a little mini dungeon that you can do. The guy. There's um, this spider enemy in the beginning of the dungeon, but it turns out it's, it's a man who got cursed. And he says, if you can kill all the spiders inside the dungeon, I'll give you the mask that turned me into this like creature. So you do Is that, that like the Skulltulas? Yeah. Oh. So you go in there, you kill all the, all the uh, spiders, and you get all the emblems from the spiders. It's like 30 of them. He gives you the mask. Now, you know all those stones you see with all the weird markings on it? Yeah. When you wear the mask, you can talk to the stones, and the stones will give you hints, and they'll tell you where to find other masks and The stuff ones like that. that you, like, hit, and they tell you the time? Yeah, so you can talk to them, and they'll I tell you secrets. I found a fucking lot of those. Those all have secrets that they'll tell you, like little bits of gossip, or they'll tell you, like, where to find a mask. And or... does that unlock, like, uh, side quests? Like, not side quests, rumors? I'm not sure. I know it, it, they tell you things that, like, oh, you can find such and such person over here at this time or something like that. Oh, okay. But I don't think it fills out your bomber notebook. Mm. It's just, like, little, like, tidbits of info. 
And then it also lets you talk to animals, which is great. Oh, that's really cool. Um, you know that little dog that attacks you in the beginning of the game? Yeah. When you wear the mask, you pick up the dog. The dog's like, um, what does he say? It was like funny. Because he, he's always attacking you when you're deco link. Mm-hmm. You pick him up and he's like, I don't know what's about that little deco kid, but every time I see him, I just want to bite his face <laughs> off. I'm like, jeez. Mad vicious. I picked him up and I was like, oh my god, he's an asshole. I just like <laughs> threw him. It's like, you're not nice. I mean, I found it really weird that this dog, like, fucking came at me from left field all the time for no fucking reason. All the dogs do that, though, if, if you're, like, Deco Link. Yo, what's their beef? Do they want to pee on me? I don't know what it is. They, they think you're a tree. So this, I guess this guy. They just want to I need to pee on him. him. There's, um, a f- uh, ranch in the game, too. That is has, it like, Lon Lon Ranch? I have no idea. It's some kind of ranch. And it has uh, a dog racetrack. Isn't that where you get the, uh, the bunny... The bunny hood? I I have the bunny hood. I, you might be right. I don't remember exactly how I got it. And that was another shit. So I was playing and then um, I was in the mailman's house. I know that sounds creepy. He was sleeping or trying to sleep. He was counting to 10. So then he told me if you can count to 10 on the dot, I'll give you something. So I was like, all right. The fucking timer gets to five, and he was like, ah, nope, five seconds. You fucked up. How? If you were, But you need the bunny hood. Yeah, if you wear the bunny hood, it'll count the time so you can hit it at the it's, right moment. Yeah, and then I looked up how to get the bunny hood, and it's like way after the first dungeon, and I'm like, well, not doing this shit anytime well, soon. Well, it's not way after. You have to talk to somebody in Clocktown who gives you a specific mask, and then you have to, like... Go and, like, do something else with the mask and collect all these little chickens, and then you get the bunny hood, I think. Jesus. It's, like, a whole process. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. So I did all that stuff. And, anyway, so there's this dog race track, right? And you can bet rupees on the dogs, and if the dog wins, you get, like, triple. If the dog gets in second place, you get double the amount. And if you win over 150 in one race, you get a container, like, a heart container, I think. Like, a piece of the heart. Yeah. So when you wear the mask, you pick up the dogs, and then the dogs will tell you what they're thinking, and so that's how you pick who you want in the race. Because if they're like, oh, I have a stomach ache, oh, I'm hungover from last night, you don't want to pick them, right? So there's like some dogs that are like, um, my paws are lighter than air, or like, I, there's no way I'm going to lose today, right? So there was one dog that I picked up that says, like, I'm racing for my my wife and my son, or something. It's like, I'm racing for my wife and my child. There's no way I'll lose. I'm like, fucking go pick this guy. He's got conviction. He's got stakes. <laughs> he's in it for something. He's in it for more than just himself. So I gotta pick him. So I picked him, and he's like, fifth place. Oh my god. <laughs> so you obviously don't care about your family that much if you're fifth place. <laughs> like what the hell is wrong with you, dog? How the hell? Oh how do you how do you speak with that much conviction? I'm a race for my my wife and child, and then you come in fifth place. Well, you obviously don't love your wife or child as much as you think. If you're gonna say that to somebody, you better believe you're gonna win that race. You don't do that and come in fifth place. No word. <laughs> anyway, so I did all that stuff, and I'm at the beginning of the second dungeon, so that's where I am now. I would say about a third of the way through. Nice. What? Uh, anything else you played this week? Resident Evil HD. Uh, I'm still tr- I'm trying to finish it as Chris now. I finished it as Jill like a while ago, so that was that was good. Now I'm, I'm restarting as Chris, and I'm almost at the end. Actually. What difficulty? Very easy. Have you ran into Stranger Danger? No, because you have to be both of you have to be Jill oh, it's and after you beat both. No, you have to beat not only you have to beat them both 
um, as Jill and as Chris, but you have to do it on normal for each or higher. Oh, okay. So if you play, say, as Jill in normal and higher, and Chris is always easy or very easy, then you'll never, like, activate that zombie. Oh, okay. The, like, so then- super-powered zombie with the, like, grenades attached to him or something. So, stranger danger. Yeah. So, finish Jill on normal, which is really difficult. You know, like, very slow pace. It took my super time with that game. Just very, like, methodical. Kept saving. Like, I would do a little bit, then I would save. Was it after the, um... Was it the same save file that me and you played on? For, yeah. like, three hours? Yeah. So I, I continued with that all the way to the end. So I was very very slow, very methodical, very careful. Now I'm playing as Chris and very easy. And it's just, like, revenge on all the fucking zombies <laughs> and shit that scared me the first time. Because he's got... He's, like, fucking kitted out with bullets and, like, shotgun shells and... And everything. So it's like, boom, like, boom, boom. Like, that zombie that came through the window that made you throw your controller at oh me. Oh, God. Got yes. revenge on that fuck? I got re- I actually. There's a good story about that zombie when I played as Chris. I killed him normally. He popped out. I killed him. And I killed his buddy with like a headshot. So he was done. But I was like, I have to burn this guy later. I fucking forgot to burn the guy, right? So he's he's laying there on the ground. And I do all this stuff. I, I defeat the snake the second time. I beat Plant 42 or whatever. So I come back to the mansion with the new key. And I have to go through the hallway. I open it, and it's he's a crimson head. He comes right at me. I pull out the fucking small handgun, the 9mm, whatever, right? Point it at him. Boom! One shot blew his head off as soon as oh it came after me. It's like, yeah, son! Chris Redfield! <laughs> I wish I had recorded that. That would have been great. Dude is a champ. He just went boom. It was like one shot. I hadn't, I hadn't, I haven't gotten a headshot in Chris's game the entire game with the handgun. I did it a few times at jail, but as Chris never managed to do it except that one moment. It just went boom. I mean, it was precisely revenge kill. It was just strictly exactly, that. Exactly what that was. It was like part of like Jill's like energy was in that gun from the previous playthrough. Jill was so just like, like fuck you. Blew his head off. It was great. So, what do I have left to do? I have to run through the underground area with the giant boulders, defeat Lisa Trevor again, and then ultimately do the lab and then finish the game. Have you been using the guidebook this run through? Nope. All by memory, and it's much faster. Nice. Because I kind of remember where everything goes this time, so I'm like building up to that quick knife-only run that I'm going to do one day. Who knows? But my goal right now is to just beat it as both. And what's interesting about Chris's run is that... Whisker kind of fills in for Barry in that game. So, that part where, like, Jill almost gets squashed into a Jill sandwich. You're on your own. That's Chris. So, really? Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, if you if you take the shotgun off the, the hinges... And so you, you need the broken shotgun. You need it. So if you take the shotgun off the hinges and go through that, that little cubby or whatever, you're done. You can't escape. You, game over. Because Barry's not there to save you. But Wesker shows up in the other areas where Barry would show up. Like, leaving you notes and extra items in, like, the rooms and stuff. And then when you fight Lisa Trevor, I didn't get there yet. But I read that when you do it as Jill, Barry helps you. If you do it as Chris, Wesker helps you. Which interesting. Is, yeah, it's pretty interesting when I think yeah. about it. Because it kind of gives more depth to the Wesker-Chris thing that I didn't see before. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've only beaten... Uh, part one, I think, as 
Jill. Yeah, I've only ever done it as Jill. Even when I played the remake, it was just as Jill. I've never played a Chris run in, in its entirety, so I'm always like, I know why Jill has problems with Wesker, and I, I figure I know why Chris does also, but it seemed like Chris and Wesker have like this extra like layer of just like yeah, animosity. I know a lot of it is uh, built up in Code Veronica. And I feel like it, it's built up a little bit more in this game too, in the remaster, because it feels like... If they're, like, working together, maybe Chris, like, doesn't really... You probably trust him a little bit, so it's like... Maybe Chris felt betrayed. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Anything else? What did you play oh, besides... Man. Fucking Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that game. Of uh, 2.5? 2.5. So you're playing Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. 2 Final Mix. So you have you begun Birth by Sleep yet? Not yet. So you're just doing Kingdom I'm, Hearts? I'm trying to solely platinum Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. Two? Yeah. How's that and, going for you? Oh my god, Terra. That fucking dude. His name is exactly a description of what the fuck he is. Terror? Yeah. <laughs> He's a terror. Um, that dude is like... I, I don't even know. Like When you think you know his moves, he starts doing other fucking moves. And then you're like, alright, alright, I got you. Got him down to two bars of health. And then he just started spamming this one move where he's invincible for all these frames, disappears, reappears, attacks you, fucking destroys you in like 20 seconds. It's very annoying. I rage quit it like three three times this week playing it. Jeez. I'm not even going to bother. I'll just play through it as I usually do. Like I did with the first Kingdom Hearts final mix. I'll just play through it. Saving I mean, the puppies. I think, I think saving the puppies. The puppies aren't in this game. What? Yeah, man. I thought they were. No. So it's only in the first one? Yeah. Oh. I wanted to save them. Well, you can't. Damn. Are they safe at least? Yeah, they're safe. All right. They're well, safe in Traverse Town. At least my my... Your worries are gone. Yeah, I didn't do that in vain. Save the puppies! I hope in 3 they bring that back. They better bring the puppies back. I love the puppies. Save those puppies. Make them a, like, a, like a summon. I didn't like that you needed to save the puppies to get, like, Kiraga. Was it Kiraga? Yeah. Because Kira you get from speaking to uh, Aerith mm. in Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. And then... It, oh, not... I'm sorry. Not Kiraga. Kiraga you get from Aerith. Uh, Aeroga. Which is, like, the most helpful spell. It's like a defense spell. That shit is, like, the best spell in Kingdom Hearts 1. That's the good karma for saving the puppies. Yeah, but that... Like, you don't even get that in Kingdom Hearts 2. Because there's no puppies. And I've also been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. How was that? For the PS4, right? Yeah, I didn't think I was going to be ever a person to get into Grand Theft Auto. And I'm not for the story. But the online gameplay with friends is so fucking amazing, it's definitely worth it. Here's my question. I have it. Why haven't you invited me to play with I didn't know you had it on the PS4. (laughs) I do. I haven't started it yet, but I have it. This was actually the first time I've ever heard of you having GTA on the PS4. Alright, fine. I have it, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay, yeah, we're definitely playing. Good. Why don't you like the story? Oh, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just... Haven't played it yet. Oh. I've just been online. Why haven't you been into Grand Theft Auto as like a series? Uh, kind of lost interest after uh, GTA San Andreas, mm. which this pretty much brings the world of San Andreas back. I really liked uh, Four because it looked like New York, and I could drive around and I could see things that I saw in, like in real life. Yeah, that's why I liked. Four. I mean, 
4 was fun. The online was pretty dull. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't like the online at all. I didn't like Nico's personality at all. So, like, I saw myself playing through most of the game. I, I did enough to unlock all the all of New York. But after that, I didn't feel enticed to play Nico's story. Mm. I didn't care enough. But you, on the other hand, completed the game like 100% in like a week. Oh, yeah. I was one of the first people in in like the world, I think, to get 100% in that game. That shit is insane. I did it because uh, Rockstar had a uh, contest. And if you're like one of the first people who 100%ed it and like uploaded the stats to your social account on the website, they uh, you had to fill out a form and fax it to them. Like, fax it to them. Not like email, you had to fax a hard copy of the paper to them, of like the form that says like, I blah blah blah, completed the game 100%. And they mailed me a few months later the key to Liberty City. Like the actual like key. So that it's like shit this, is so epic. This, it's this cool like little metal key that has four on the end of it. It's definitely awesome as fuck. I never heard of this contest until... Stan was, like, rubbaging through his shit. Yeah, I was, like, going through my shit one day, and I was like, hey, look, I got the key to Liberty City. He was, he was like, what? It was, like, one of my cool little trinkets from gaming. That's fucking that awesome. Yeah. Anything else gaming-related, or...? Gaming? Nah, not really. That's nice. pretty much it. Let's segue into the comic stuff. Um, not a big... First of all, I want to apologize. Last week, I said... Leia was coming out. That was misinformation. It's not coming out until like March fourth or something. Oh yeah, that's that's that that's sucks. Far. Yeah, I, well, that's not that far. That's like a week away. That's like a week or two from now, or actually a week. Yeah, a week from this show going live, more or less. A week in a day. Uh, yeah, a week in a day. But I thought it was coming out last Wednesday, so I was really excited for it because I wanted to pick it up, and and it was like nothing. It was like ba- a really barren week for comics. All I picked up was Justice League thirty nine. And I just picked up a bunch of back issues. Yeah. I picked up 39, and then I picked up a back issue for Samurai Jack. Because I didn't pick up last month, because I thought I was going to drop it. So, did that. I also found that cool variant for Darth Vader number one with the action oh, figure cover. Oh, yes. Got, a, got two copies for the two of us, because that's how we roll. That shit is awesome. So, that was it. Um, they wrapped up the, the virus storyline in Justice League. And they're prepping for the Dark Side War, which is going to be the big event. Because every fucking comic's got an event now coming out. So Justice League's big event's going to be the Dark Side War. And so they just wrapped up the virus. Um, what happens in the end? Uh, Lex Luthor does, um, synthesizes the vaccine for the virus by using Superman's blood. So Batman loses his powers? Yeah, he goes back to normal. There's this cool scene, though, where uh, Captain Cold teams up with Wonder Woman to fight back, like, the infected. The fuck? Yeah, because um, Lex Luthor hires uh, Leonard Snart as his bodyguard. Yeah, well, I remember you saying that Captain Cold was, like, a part of the Justice League. Yeah, he's going to be. He's not quite oh, yet he's in, not... in the present. Oh, okay. So this is the first time you see Captain Cold fighting with, like, members of the Justice League, so mm-hmm. it's really cool. He fights with Wonder Woman, and turns out... Um, he figures out himself that cold is basically what stops them. Okay. There are all the patient zero, which is like Amazo, and then all the infected are immune to everything. Like they have no weaknesses, but he uses his cold gun, and they find out that they're they're weak to cold, which makes sense because if you like freeze a virus, what do yeah. You, yeah. So whatever. Um, 
Superman gives Lex Luthor a blood sample, which is funny how he does it, because Lex is like, I need your blood sam- sample, Superman, but I don't have any kryptonite on me to, like, cut you and, like, get a piece, <laughs> like, what? And he's like, how, how, we have to figure out a new way to cut you. And then Superman takes his hand and shoots his heat ray at his own hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, boom! And then, like, he, he takes Lex's hand and he starts pouring blood into Lex's, like, hand. Like, that's not how it works, Superman. <laughs> It's okay, he'll heal by tomorrow. Just like a, like a handful of his blood just like in his palm. And it's like, I don't, you probably should put that like on a slide or like in a syringe. Oh or, my god. That's... Or even like a bottle. Just, I don't know how. Why, why didn't he just tell Lex, go to Batman? Batman always has Because Batman was infected. But did that make like Batman a villain? Yeah, he got. Oh. Yeah, they all turned infected and they all became under the, the power of Amazo at the end. He like controlled everybody. That I did not know. Yeah, so he synthesizes the the thing, and then they find out that cold is their weakness. So Superman and Captain Cold like team up, and Superman uses his like his ice breath, and Captain Cold uses his freeze gun at the same time and it freezes Amazo. Oh, I thought Superman was gonna get a new power again. Oh, like <laughs> fucking I don't know, absolute zero. He could have probably did like the super flare and then like burned out all the the virus. Probably. But he didn't. Because he probably would have killed everybody, honestly. Because that thing is like a nuke. Like, And then Lex would have killed him, like, that day. Yeah. Also, spoiler at the end of the comic, Green Lantern joins the team again. He comes back. Hal Jordan returns oh, the Justice League. Oh, shit. How does, uh, how is Flash feeling that Captain Cold was working with them? This is a funny scene where, because Flash becomes infected also. So he's fighting Wonder oh, Woman. Oh, okay. He's fighting Wonder Woman, and then Captain Cold steps in to save. Her from Flash. He freezes Flash. Wait, what did Flash get from the Amazo virus? He didn't, because he already has powers. If you have powers, you become weak and lose your powers. If you don't have powers, you get powers oh, and you okay. die really quickly. <clears throat> so, um, he steps in, he si- he freezes Flash from head to toe, and he takes a pic with his phone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I gotta take a picture of this before I unfreeze him. Oh my god. So that's funny. Um, they haven't directly interacted so much yet, but um, I'm I can't assuming wait to see that's that. happening next issue. He's probably gonna like upload the picture to Instagram or something and like tag Flash in it. Flash Lol. Like... Hashtag Frozen Flash. <laughs> so that's it. Um, you only picked up back issues, right? Yeah. Uh, I picked up The Walking Dead, which was pretty good. The ending was really awkward because Carl loses his virginity, and that was that's awkward. Yeah, it was just really, really weird. With a zombie. No. Oh. This is with some chick who's... That would have been weird. Who I'm assuming is the new villain. So, that happens. Because, of course. And so, I guess that's it. Next week, uh, which would be tomorrow if you're listening to this. So, not not really next week, I guess. Wednesday, the 25th of February, comes out Spider-Man 15, Amazing Spider-Man, which is the epilogue of Spider-Verse. So, I'm looking forward to that. Darth Vader number two, Spider-Gwen number one, hell yeah. And Spider-Man 2099, number nine. Closing in on those final issues on that. Yeah, final issues of Spider-Man. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 15 is the last one that I'm collecting for Amazing. Really? Uh, yeah. Because I only care about I Spider-Verse. almost picked up Silk this week. Me I, too, actually. I almost I've did. got very close. I was like, yeah, you know what? It looks like it's selling. Like, me. I was like, nah, fuck I it. I almost picked it up, and then I said, fuck it. And I just dropped it. And I was like, nah. Yeah, I'm not really into Sulk as a character, honestly. So, 
But yeah, looks like a big week is coming up, and it's all Marvel books. Yeah. Not much DC coming out, I think, on Wednesday. Nothing that I saw worth mentioning. Me either. But can't wait. Oh man, I can't wait for Spider-Gwen. Me too, man. There's a signing on the 26th at Midtown. The 26th? When the hell is the 26th? Thursday. (gasps) I'm off on Thursday. (gasps) Guess what? We're going? No, you're going. I'm busy. busy. But here's the thing. So if you pick up, you, you have to buy at least one issue at the store. But you can get two pieces signed. Oh. So, sign yours and sign mine. What time is the signing? Um, I forget. I have the flyer somewhere, but I'll show you. All right. And it's a Midtown downtown location. Downtown. Cool. Uh, like Fulton? Where, yeah. Damn. So go there, and, and I'll be there in spirit with you. Okay. All right. I'm going to attempt this this funness on my own. We'll see how it goes. All right. Final uh, segment. Well, I guess it's not the final segment, but the final block of stuff we're going to talk about is the TV stuff. So, Arrow Flash. Let's start with that. Actually, you know what? Let's not start with Arrow Flash. So let's do let's do the Gotham stuff. Let's do Gotham first. Gotham. Because I didn't see it, but I feel like you you have something you want to say about it. I don't like the Joker. Is it actually the Joker though? Yeah. Is, that's really the Joker. Yeah. Did they say it? Like, hey. They they used his alias from... Oh my god, what the fuck is it called? Batman the Animated Series. Jack Naper. Mm. That that was the uh, the character. Maybe it's a red herring, though. Maybe they want you to think that it's the Joker. <sighs> I fucking hope so. Because they were like, oh. Because they gave this dude a whole backstory on how he worked with... Uh, worked at Haley's Carnival Haley's Circus. Circus. With Flying Graysons and all these other people. And the ending shows Dick's father getting engaged to his mom. Which I really like. So they're foreshadowing Dick Grayson. Which I love. Because as Stan puts it, I'm a big fan of Dick. You're you're a big Dick fan. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) other than that... Like, they gave him a backstory that he killed his mother, and, like... The episode was really interesting, but I feel like it shouldn't have been the Joker. I feel like... Because, honestly, I'm inclined to agree with you, and that's... They're just giving you the Joker like that, because it's Gotham. But they said they would give you, like, a taste of it. So I thought that, like... They wouldn't give so much. They didn't give you... Like, they didn't make you think that it was the Joker until the very end. Because... The dude who plays the Joker wasn't a prime suspect in the murder. But it's bullshit so because... So nothing revolved around him the whole episode until the end where he just goes fucking psychotic. But in the entire, like, build-up to, to um, Monday's episode, it was like, oh, joke, joke, and it showed his face everywhere. So if you're, like, have any kind of casual, even, like, minor interest... Because I have no interest in watching Gotham, but I even I knew about this guy's face and like what he looked like. Yeah. So it's not like it's oh it's a big surprise who it's gonna be. That's why I, I part of me feels like it's just like a red herring and it's not gonna actually be. I hope so. But then why announce it as the Joker? Why why like announce this this next villain is no joke? That's what I'm saying. And make it's, all the joke puns like. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't explain it. I don't know why I'm continuing this fucking show. I don't know why you are either. But I might as well see it to the end of the season. Which is soon, so. (sighs) Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. 
Man, they're showing Saul get all his connects, and it's hyping me up. It's a really good show, I have to say. It's like it's funny. It's got a lot of like good action in it. Not it, like action, like pew pew pew. I, but like, like I really feel like I'm still watching Breaking Bad, and I love it. Yeah, I just I really love that they're returning to the to the Breaking Bad like universe. Like everything about it, even like the atmosphere, even though it's not the same time, it's still. Breaking Bad, like it's fucking amazing. I like all the all the um, the hints to like the future stuff going on, and I like the interactions between Saul. Or I heard they're also Jimmy. gonna show uh, Saul. Saul's gonna witness uh, Jesse's parents getting engaged, foreshadowing his birth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't yet uh, found the killer of. Walter's parents, though. <laughs> Still waiting on that, though. Walter also hasn't become El Fuerte. <laughs> I like seeing um, how the the relationship between Jimmy and Mike, like, develop. That's cool. I like how it starts off like they really don't like each other. And then in Breaking Bad, they're like, they're like BFFs. Like, hey, I got a problem, let me call Mike. Yeah. What else? I I just really like the way the show's going. Yeah, I like this case that they're that they were like working on, and then uh, kind of shows that like Saul is a pretty bad lawyer, and then it progressively shows him become a great lawyer defending his client, which really was cool. Yeah, this is showing like how Saul gets his, I guess, how he gets his clients off even if they're like guilty of something yeah it was like it was just great seeing him like how to, trying to work out what was going on with the crime yeah so that was cool to see but yeah just can't wait to see it it's it's easier to complain about stuff that's bad than to talk about stuff that's good cause it's like it's good what else are you like there's say? there's nothing we can complain about there's like nothing like the like if you've watched Breaking Bad and you've loved it, well, who hasn't loved it? Go go fucking watch Better Call Saul. Even if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, it's a like, great... I feel like anyone who, who likes Breaking Bad is already watching Better Call Saul. Yeah, but even if you're not, you should watch it. Check it out. They're only on episode three. You know what else is like a show that has no flaws? What? The Flash. Yeah, well, The Flash just keeps <laughs> amazing me every week. I watched The Flash and Arrow twice this week. I'm so pissed that I have to wait till the middle of March to watch the next episode. Oh, yeah. A whole month. A whole month. That shit is annoying because it's what we want to see. They ended off the episode with Harrison Wells in the reverse Flash costume. Spoilers. Yeah. Done. He just took his hat. You know what we knew, but this, like, confirms it. But. This was just so relieving. It was like, oh my god, it's Finally. confirmed, done, no more speculation. Plus, you can see that now that we're like starting to wind down a little bit towards the end of the season, all the like pieces are coming into play. Like, and was- also that he's working with uh, Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. I did not see that shit coming. That was, that was pretty badass. Yeah, that, that was Grodd fucking scene. crazy. What do you think is going to happen to that general? Man, he's dead already. I don't think he's dead. What do you... What- what do you think happened to him? Because Gorilla Grodd likes to experiment on... He likes to do experiments. So I feel he's going to experiment on this guy. In his sewer lab? What is he, like the lizard? 
Well, I mean, he could always go back to the commander's base and, like, steal lab equipment or have the reverse flash do it for Maybe him. he's chilling in, like, Harrison Wells' like, secret, secret lab. Possibly. Maybe this out. underground layer is under Harrison Wells' house. You never know. That's true. You never, you never know. Yeah. I mean, they haven't showed anything else except for the layer, like, once. And Joe showing Barry, like, the crime scene from yeah. his past and... Basically telling him that that was him from the future in the past. I like how Barry tells Joe, Harrison had nothing to do with my parents' murder. And then, the coming attractions for next week's episode is Cisco saying, I can't believe Harrison had something to do with Barry's Barry's mom's murder. But the thing is, is his blood doesn't match the other's blood sample. Okay, so... My whole thing is, I don't think Harrison Wells is born in Barry's time yet. You think he's from the future? Yeah. That's really my speculation, because that would make sense of why he was able to kill Barry's mom, and why if Cisco tried to analyze the blood, it didn't come up as anyone, because his blood sample doesn't exist yet. But wouldn't present Harrison have his blood on file somewhere? Why? Because... No, no, no. At this point in time... In my mind, Harrison's not born yet. Yeah, but like he he's still existing in the present. So I feel like he would have blood samples on record somewhere. Like present Harrison. I don't think Wells. so. I guess we'll see. I'm not totally convinced that Harrison Wells is the same reverse flash in the past. And I did a lot of research on uh, like the Speed Force. Shit was crazy. There's a lot of shit going on in the Speed Force. Oh I don't even God, know half yeah, of it. It's so. crazy. I wonder how much of it they're going to go into, honestly. I mean, they're kind of touching into it now. Barry is the positive speed force, and Professor Zoom is the negative speed force. The negative. So when they, like, touch, they lose power. They both lose their powers. When they touch. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much it for Arrow. Ah, Flash, we're not going to be talking about that for, like, a month. Makes me sad. For another four episodes... Jeez. Four. Probably not really. It's like the 17th. I guess we'll see how many episodes we get. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And Arrow. What happened in Arrow? Oh, man. So, Arrow, they're on Queen's, Queen's, like, island. Yeah. The island of truth. And so, Malcolm Merlin releases uh, Slade Wilson from his prison... Which is conveniently on this island. And Thea finds out that she's the reason that Sarah's dead. And she completely 100% hates Malcolm now. So that's happening. And it's kind of showing me that they're going to go to the route where Thea becomes Speedy. And I'm so hyped for that. I can't wait. Wait, isn't Arsenal Speedy? Arsenal is Speedy, but there's also a female Speedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like... Arsenal doesn't become Arsenal until he loses his arm, but I don't think that's happening. And they call him Armsenal. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really poor pun. Listen. You just you wait. They're gonna call him Armsenal. Armsenal. <laughs> oh man. So what are you what are you thinking about Arrow so far as a, as a season? I'm really liking it. I, I enjoy it. Better than the Flash? Not better than The Flash, but it's still enjoyable. It's way more enjoyable than Gotham. Anything is more enjoyable than Gotham. Well, that's not true. Oh, almost anything. 
I think I'd rather watch My Little Pony. Just saying. My Little Unicorn. Little Unicorn. Alright, so that's that. Um, new segment of the show we're going to start trying out. It's called Special Topics. That's, um, occasionally it'll be a review, maybe. We'll review stuff. We're, we're planning on doing some reviews in the future. But, uh, each of us are going to have a special question to ask. And we're both going to answer that question. And that'll be that. And eventually we'll have Q&A from listeners. If you're listening, send us questions, send us topics, because then we'll talk about those topics also in this segment. So this will be the, towards the end of the show, our last second, like, wrap-up segment. So. And you'll get a shout-out. And we'll give you a shout-out. We'll plug you. We'll plug you? Plug you into the wall. Power you up. Alright, so my question. The order... 1886 came out, and I heard that that game is extremely short. What do you feel on the topic of games that are short, but still cost the regular amount of a game? I hate it. I hate that shit. You know why? I can't afford fucking games all the time. I have to be really choosy with what I get. And I'm not saying that you can't have a game that's focused entirely on story. But make it a long story. You know, it doesn't even have to be long. It just has to be kind of good. I don't know. It's it's a tricky topic because a whole bunch of questions come up when you ask that, it, like, how much does it cost? And I don't think you need multiplayer mm-hmm. or anything like that to, like, artificially lengthen the game. But it gives you more replay value. It does. But I just... I Here's the problem... Did you have a problem with Metal Gear Solid Five picking that up? That was f- no, because I'm a sucker for Metal Gear Solid Five. But you could play that game in so many different ways, and there were so many things to do in Ground Zeroes that, in order to like 100 percent it, it's like a 20 hour commitment. And it retailed at like 40 bucks. Yeah, it was yeah. 40 bucks. It was really short if all you're gonna do is run through that one mission one time, and that's like an hour and a half. So if it was just that, then I'd be like, hell no. I don't care how big a fan I am. I don't care about that. But they gave you a ton of bonus missions in the same, like, playground. And just for having the save data, you get the DLC for the next game. Yeah. And so there was a whole bunch of different things you could do. There was a version of the same mission in the daytime, which changed how you played the game. There's um, two flashback missions, they weren't both available when the game launched. The PS3 version had the um, the Deja Vu mission, which where you, where you recreate scenes from the first Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. And then the Xbox One version had the, I don't know what it's called, Vuja Day or something, <laughs> which is like the future where you play as Raiden and you have to like kill Snatchers, which like androids. Yeah, so eventually both versions got, like, free DLC that gave them the other mission. Oh, okay. So both games now have both missions. Interesting. So there's like there was a lot to do. It was really short, but you can replay those missions over and over again. Order 66, as far as I know, you play it, and it's, like, 5 to 10 hours long, and you're done. Period. Yeah. Right? Resident Evil is probably a max 10-hour game, but you can do it as Jill, you can do it as Chris. There's a whole different... Modes that you can play through. Hard mode, invisible enemies. The Knife zomb- run through. Yeah. So there's like a lot of different things you can do. And this one is just kind of like one and done. And that's not worth 60 bucks And I bucks heard the gameplay make. is very short. 
And there's a lot of cutscenes. It's like paying for a movie. Yeah, a very... Very expensive movie. Very expensive movie that lasts like six hours. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't like it. If, if a game... I'm not going to be pay, paying 60 bucks for a game that's six hours long if it's not amazing. Kind of sad, saddens me that this is an exclusive also. Yeah. Like, this just kind of gave Sony's name a bad rep for this gen so far. Until Uncharted comes out. Oh my god, Uncharted's going to redeem the shit out of this. Uncharted 4. I mean, Uncharted 4 is so threatening to Xbox that they had to buy the rights of Laura Croft. Yeah. To, like, put that game out first. Just so that it can rival Uncharted. Yeah, they, they did that because they don't have their own, like, exclusive in that same vein as Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted dominates that shit. Anyway, Order 1886. I appreciate what they tried to do, but I just don't appreciate the result from it. I like that they tried to do something new, have it be a filmic experience... Heavy Rain was a filmic experience, you know? It felt like a movie. And you 100%ed that oh, shit. I platinum that game. And there's so many... But there's so many different ways you can, like, change up that game. Different paths you can take. Different outcomes. And if your character dies, they're permanently dead, right? Yeah. So, there's there's ways you can do it, even if it's short, to make it worth your while. And if it's just a one-and-done playthrough, it cannot be worth 60 bucks. Yeah. So now my question for you is, what's your favorite movie or TV show that's awful by everyone's standards except your own? So everyone has to, not universally, but the mass majority of people have to like not like this thing that you really like, and why? For me, it's definitely going to be The Watchmen. The Watchmen movie? Yeah. Why? Uh, why, why, why is it bad to everyone's expectation and standards or why do you like it even though everyone else doesn't like it like what about what about the movie do you like i have a lot of sentimental value with the book and like the graphic novel of the watchman was probably one of the first real comic books i picked up mm. and that that book changed my perspective on like how comics have to be and how superheroes have to be but they changed a few things about the movie like, they did what did you think they... about the changes I mean, I've watched um, the director's cut, which is like a four-hour version of the movie, multiple times. Damn. Yeah. I haven't seen that version. That version literally has everything in it, and except for the giant squid at the end. And it even has like the little comics. It has like the little comic book strips because when you're reading The Watchmen, have you ever read it? Yeah, of course. You know, like, the comics that, that, like, the one character is following through? Yeah. It has that, but in an animated form, and it's really fucking amazing. I know that they, they released that separately first. They did release it separately. And they, like, spliced it into the movie. Yeah, it was placed in the director's cut at the, like, at the time where that comic happened in the book. That's awesome. Yeah. And I just thought, I thought the movie was really well done for anyone who was a fan of the comic of the Watchmen, like, I definitely think that that movie is worth it. And then a lot of people, I mean, I know I get a lot of, especially with people who have never seen, read the comic, that uh, Night Owl is a ripoff of Batman. But be real, guys, it's DC. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Done. DC, like, published it. Yeah. 
So. so they have the right to do a wannabe Batman. I don't even think it was. I think it was like based on other characters. I mean, honestly. to me, Night Owl was like, he wasn't rich. He kind of just adopted it off of the previous Night Owl. He like befriended the old Night Owl and the old Night Owl was like, yo, got some shit for you. And boom, turned him into a superhero. I think Night Owl and Rorschach combined probably makes Batman. And I really, I, oh my god, I love Rorschach. He is my favorite character of the Watchmen. I like Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan's cool, but he's like Superman. But he's just It's unfair to pick. It's like... He's God. That whole chapter where they're going through, like, Dr. Manhattan's life... And yeah. how it's like the the time and and how time is like going forward and back and forward and back like that was like one of my favorite parts of the whole book so that's that's probably the reason why I like him so much yeah his his backstory is really fucking awesome and I love how dark the comedian's story is man it's so dark have you read before Watchmen I've read some of it. I haven't got to read all of it yet. What do you think of that? I've read Rorschach's. Rorschach's was really good. Um, and I believe I read The Comedians. And that was about it. I believe I read some of The Comedian. That's about it. I want to pick up the uh, the trades for all of those. I think they have one like big one. They have... It's one per two characters. And there's a total of four. Mm. So there's eight characters. Four books. I see. My personal one that I really like that no one else seems to like is a Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh my god, that movie. I love it. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, I remember buying it, and then you and me and our buddy like sitting down and watching it, and expecting it to be really bad, because I've seen it before in the past. And when I saw it in the past, I was like, this is pretty bad. But well, I the saw last it. time I saw it before that time... I was a little kid, so I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I saw it when I was, like, a teenager, and I thought it was, like, fucking awful. But then watching it now, in the present, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. That... I, I love how they integrated all the elements from the older Mario games, and they tried to make it work in their setting. Like, jumping really high, and, yeah. like, Goombas and stuff like that. If you're looking at this movie, and you're expecting it to be super true to like the game somehow or you're expecting it to be like movie magic and like the best movie ever like you're watching it for the wrong reason you should be watching it the same way that i watch like resident evil movies you know i know they're fucking bad but they're fucking cool well the resident evil movies would also be on my list like i am such a huge fan of those movies i love those movies except three which extinction. one oh extinction that movie was just horrible that movie doesn't exist to me but all of those other movies were so great. I remember I had bought them all on Blu-ray recently, and I marathoned through all of them throughout that whole week. I cannot wait for the last movie in the series. Oh, man. It comes out next year. Or this year, in I September. Think I think they just started filming it, though. Oh, so then it might be next year, September. I still can't wait. My other favorite part is, is just Mario. Mario? Yeah. Mario, Mario? Mario, Mario. And the way he, he just talks. I love Mario in the movie. He's played by Bob Hoskins. Hodgkins, who's, who's dead. Rest in peace, Bob Hodgkins. Rest in peace, Marshmallow Rainy Savage. Oh, yeah. And Luigi's played by John Leguizamo. And I just I just love them in this movie. And I love how he's like... He's not like, here we go. He's like, Luigi, we gotta get to Brooklyn. Like, I just love his voice. It's like my favorite thing. 
I like how uh, Luigi pretty much just trying to pick up Daisy the whole damn movie. He's just like, hey, mommy. <laughs> like that zombie from Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. The one that kept bothering us in the mansion. Yeah. Um, it's just my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the movie is when their truck breaks down or whatever. And Mario's got to get, like, water from it. And he's just complaining about the tap. Like, buying bottled water. He's like, can you believe this, Luigi? you got to buy tap water. You could just open any faucet and get it for free. But, but you're not going to find a faucet in the middle of Brooklyn. Luigi, we're not going to buy water. Such a waste of money, Luigi. And it's just... Oh, God, I just love that movie. I don't know why people don't like it. I like the... I like Bowser's look. He's like... I think they call him, like, King Koopa. Yeah, King Koopa. I want to see a sequel to that movie. Well, aren't we getting a comic series of that? I, I looked that up, and apparently someone was, was doing, like, a fan comic online, and that's what they were talking about, but the website doesn't work. Fuck. I know. I would have killed for, like, an ongoing in that world. That would have been awesome. Would have, like, mm, just, like, IDW. Image Comics, I could see Image picking that shit up. Or IDW, since they do all licensing stuff. Or even, like, Dark Horse. Dark Horse is into weird shit like that. Shit, let Archie Comics, because they do Sonic. (laughs) Let them take over Mario. Oh, my God. They do Sonic, and then they do uh, Mega Man. Well, yeah, and then they have that crossover series. Which is pretty great. There's a new one coming out, Sonic crossing over with Mega Man X. Yeah. Another, yeah, I read about that too. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's all we got for this week, looks like. Um, Alright guys, thanks for listening. As always, I'm Stan, at Stan Doom on Twitter. This guy over here. Is Andy, and I'm at Joe underscore Tuna on Twitter. You can find both of us at Super Nerd Pals on Twitter. SuperNerdPals at gmail.com. Send us your questions, topics. We'll talk about it at the end of the show. We'll give you a little shout-out, too. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week. Later. Later.